What's up? What's up? What is up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. We are your punk rock, anti-Rotten Tomatoes, every man and woman's counterculture perspective on film. So here we're trying to cut through and analyze the out-of-touch critics that tend to be a little bit pretentious and they just have a different view set than the rest of us. They tend to love movies that we hate and also hate movies that we love. So we're just trying to put that under a bit of a microscope. So today's episode, our movie review is actually going to be on Extraction by uh, director Sam Hargrave and starring Chris Hemsworth. And joining me today is actually the OG crew. The boys are back in town. We have, actually, I'll go ahead and introduce him first. Matt Verlack, welcome. Back in the hot seat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Yeah, and also <laughs> joining me today is Christopher Cowles. Hello. What's up, buddy? Hi. And also, since we forget every single episode. Not today, this time. Yes, not this time. You cannot get us. Today's episode is going to be rated R because... I'll do my sign language Yeah, you. you can do your sign language. Today's episode is going to be rated R because Extraction is also rated R and we base our episodes off of the movie that we're Fuck reviewing. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gave them all of five seconds yeah. to prepare. Yeah, you have your warning. And actually, we'll see. Today is like the gonna be the first episode that we have recorded in a semi-decent quality video as well so we'll see how that turns out and if we're doing things that you might not be able to see it could be because we're you know trying to cater to this video audience too we'll see i don't know i cater to no one <laughs> i'm not a catering company you cater to me <laughs> also actually you can't see him but david troutman is here too he's Whoop back is. he's also back in the hizzy yeah that's right he's back on the scene it's been forever since way even before corona because he like got corona before it was a thing or something so uh, hipster <laughs> yep yep exactly so what we're gonna do now guys is we're gonna move on into the news and this week so it hasn't been just endless depressing news actually over the past week or two and we've talked about you know in our text format i guess you know <laughs> of us texting back and forth some of the news articles that are going on lately but the biggest one well we'll start out because we were all super excited about the fact that uh that taika watiti the director of thor ragnarok and what we do in the shadows way more shadows. important than thor y yes actually <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. oh come on this was his come into the scene and is hilarious. I love it. <laughs> okay, way better than Thor. Mm. Yeah, that's Thor right. is one of my favorite that's Marvel right. movies. Yeah. Like, it's in the top. Three yeah, but it's Marvel. Sure. Who likes Marvel movies? <laughs> that's fair. You no. you do. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I you do, do also love what we do in the show. Hey, Hunt for the Wilder People is also his, and I don't know if anybody else has seen that one besides no, me. I it's fantastic. That's what he did before he did Ragnarok. You know what's funny about that? And I yeah. noticed this. Whatever platform it's on, I can't remember if it's on Netflix or well, Amazon or that Hulu. movie. Yeah. It's on Hulu, I think. So it's literally like Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah, Wilder. Wilder. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, what it says, it's recommended for people who like Wilder People. I'm like, oh, no, really? <laughs> really? No shit. I had no idea. Thank you for recommending this. That's super strange. Yeah. Anyways, side note. Yeah, but. So, oh, well, and also he just did Jojo Rabbit, which he yeah. won, oh, yeah. you know, an Oscar or wait, an Oscar. What did he win? Was it an Academy Award? He won an Academy Award for Jojo Rabbit as well. So, which I haven't seen yet. I still haven't seen it either. 
What? Yeah. How yeah. have you guys? We saw it in theaters. I'm thankful we saw it in theaters. Yeah, it was really saw it way good. after the fact. Too, well, yeah, it's because it was weird. They did like a limited release of it yep. because it's an art house movie. Yeah. And then like month later, they did a full release yeah. for only a couple weeks. But I would definitely recommend people going out and watching that. Yeah, it's at home now. I so really can, want to watch it. Yeah, do it. We can rent it. I mean, Let's do watch it. it. But yeah, I want to have see a date it. night. Let's do it. Date night, me and you, okay. baby. Maybe yeah. I'm coming over. Ain't nothing mm. but mammals. Do it like they do on okay. the I'm Discovery just going to show up. But you can't tell me <laughs> no. <laughs> so anyways, the actual news article is that he's going to be making a Star Wars movie, which is so fantastic. Oh, especially because he directed that one, the last episode the, yeah, the season of The Mandalorian. Yeah, or, yeah, season or was the finale. second to last or the last episode? It's the last one. And just the funny touches he did in there. Like the, the stormtroopers missing yeah. the can. Yeah, there was a whole bit about <laughs> oh. how the stormtroopers not being able to shoot. Everybody knows yeah. that stormtroopers can't shoot, but I don't think the Star Wars universe has actually ever called attention to the fact. And basically, they actually even give a description about like how it's all cheaply made. And that's right. why, yeah, you know, they can't shoot. But so he's going to be making a Star Wars movie. We don't know a whole lot about it yet. Uh, it is known though that he's going to be doing this with uh, Academy Award nominee Christy Wilson Carnes. I think it's Carnes. Carnes. Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah. So she's going to be actually writing it, and she did 1917 wrote it okay yeah interesting so i also yeah. haven't seen that and i really want to see it. and apparently a movie um, could, oh dude watch I think that's it. on amazon i think you have to rent it though you yeah, do yeah. have to rent yeah, you it. have to pay for it but it is worth every cent i just hate oh, that no, you I'm didn't sure. see it in theaters because well, no joke thanks. that is like theater film movie mm. yeah like it is like we were talking about how you need cinema or you know movie theaters for some things that's one of them like right. i would have heavily regretted it we saw it in um <laughs> Thanks. Dolby. I feel so great. Yeah. <laughs> you made a mistake. Actually, David and I went and saw it together. Aww. Yeah. Aww. We didn't invite you guys. I'm jealous. <laughs> we took my dad instead. Rude. So, nice. yeah. Oh, I bet he liked it too. Didn't yeah. You? Oh, yeah. That was totally yeah. his type of movie. It's a, it's definitely a dad movie yeah. for sure. But it's an everybody movie really. But uh, so also on top of that, with it being May the 4th uh, yesterday. So they also announced that. Oscar nominee Christy, or wait, no, that's she's doing the screenplay. Who was it? There, sorry, I'm trying to flip through the article here. Um, it's Emmy nominated writer Leslie Headland, the lady that did Russian Doll. Okay, that's such a weird like combination. Yeah. So well, so she's well, so she's not on this. Sorry, I didn't specify. She's not on this movie. She's actually going to be doing a new show. Oh, for, so I'm she has nothing Disney to Plus. do with what we're talking <laughs> not, about. Not Tyka's. Well, it's all it's part of the same announcement. <laughs> it is, but it has nothing to do Wait, with is it a Star Wars thing. Yes, it's Star Wars. Oh. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to do with the news we were specifically talking about. I mean, it's in the same exact article. So. Doesn't mean it's the same news on <laughs> Star Wars website on the same day that it was all released together. Di- that's Wait, a different news. The writer or who uh, was it from? The, yes, the writer. Uh, yes, the okay. writer from Russian Doll is developing a new Disney Plus series for a Star Wars Disney Plus series. Hmm, that's cool. I so, wonder if that's going to be the um oh brain fart. Cuz weren't they going to do a story oh, yeah, from Rogue One? So that's not this. This is something totally different. There's like six Star Wars shows or something being made right now for Disney Plus. Smart. Like, well, there's the ones with Lando. Like yeah. they haven't said anything about it. They haven't said it. It could be that. In the movie they were yeah, like they hinted Let's at go it. figure it out. Yeah, his wink, wink. Qu- his possible daughter from the new movie oh you think it was as a daughter i think that's his daughter yeah in the new movie well, sorry I mean, spoiler alert so yeah hmm. he probably got daughters everywhere probably 
that's the thing is there's so much they can do they've left it so wide open for well, I mean, so many have, different stories you could have like a robot daughter because we all know that he was like having sex with this robot <laughs> yeah he was in, in solo. solo he was like had the hots for that robot or whatever so that's true but, but she became well, until she Falcon, yeah so. she's right like, God, this is getting in the weeds. Yeah, uh, <laughs> We're nerding it up here. So yeah, so that is what's happening on the Star Wars front. Taika's doing a movie. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We Super don't know a whole exciting. lot about it yet. We'll probably be talking about it again soon, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. And as far as this show, I mean, I'm excited. You know, I know all you guys really liked Russian Doll. I thought it was okay. Yeah, were you the one that didn't really like it? Yeah, it was uh, so I mean, I wasn't as crazy as the rest of you guys were about it, but it was a neat story. It just kind of, which and I tend to, get a little tired of the whole Groundhog Day type of narrative as well. And so the only thing that ha- is like that that I like is the Tom Cruise movie. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Dude, that was a good movie. It was so good. It yeah. was. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I really loved. enjoyed uh, Russian Doll too. Yeah, I it had plenty oh, of its own really originality. It, it did. Well, and that's what gets me excited about the show is I think it'll be creative, whatever it is she's doing. So, yes. So moving on from that, probably the biggest <laughs> piece of news on the planet right now is the fact that Nicholas Cage is the Tiger King. <laughs> oh, I, I can't see it. Like, I can't wait for they look to alike. watch it, but they I still do. can't see it. However, Nicholas Cage is is the best face actor. Oh yeah, he, and he's an insane person. He is, and <laughs> Joe Exotic does all these like ticks with his face. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, he oh, has yeah. all these ticks, like winks and like mouth twitches. And I think Nicolas Cage is going to be able to pull it off. I think Nicolas yeah. Cage will get crazier after this is all he, said and he done. He probably will. He'll probably actually turn into Joe Exotic. Maybe. In real life. He'll have a bunch like, of tigers after yeah. this is all done. Probably. Open up his own like, tiger world. Yeah. Already. That's a great... I feel like he probably great. already has tigers. Uh, he's he's Well, he went like broke. That's why he's been making all these weird movies over the past <laughs> many years. <laughs> he's fair. blew all his money. Yeah. So, yeah. but So, basically, they've announced that Nicolas Cage is going to be doing a, another, I guess, live-action recreation of the Tiger King. And he's going to be playing Joe Exotic. But the, So, there's actually another one of these being made that we've heard about. And I think it's What's-His-Face from Community that's supposed to be Joe Exotic, isn't it? Joe um, McHale? Is it Joe McHale? Or I haven't heard somebody? of a second show. Chevy or maybe Chase. No. It's Chevy Chase. It, there is, because <laughs> it was... I think Kate McKinnon's supposed to be playing um, Carol Baskin in one in the other one. Interesting. I don't know why they would want to make two. Britta? Yeah. It's two different... No. <laughs> no. I just, I'm just imagining community... You're just imagining all the, all the community cast. An episode cast. of Community being Tiger King. Yeah, they, they, they would have totally done that back when Community yeah. was on. Childish would be a tiger. So it's it's actually... It's <laughs> CBS sure. Television Studios that's doing... This one? This, this show. And basically, they're going to start working on it soon and then shop it out to networks. So it could be that Netflix or someone else ends up with it. And I'm mm-hmm. not even sure who's... I, I think that the thing with the other show is it's already underway. Like, they've been, they were making it before Corona and everything. Oh, and before okay. The, this, before this dropped. Be, yeah. And before, before it got famous. Before it got famous. Well, see, that's the smart. I told you guys. I, I listened to the podcast way before oh, this was Oh, here thing. he goes again. Yeah. And so... <laughs> listen to the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But so the so interesting thing, if they were smart, they would sell this to Netflix. Or Netflix would buy it. Yeah. Because Netflix has made so much noise yeah. with the documentary. Also, interestingly, I don't know if this article talks about it, but I was mm-hmm. reading an article, and this is Nicolas Cage's first TV show. Oh, that's interesting. That it is, because he's really got like hundreds of movies under yeah. his belt. Wow. Oh, he's made more Because like you're saying, he's just pumping movies out left and right. And he seriously has a couple movies come out a year right now. Yeah, yeah like, this is his first. So he must either really be into this, 
or he's that hurting well, yeah. for a gig. I mean, I think it's just that everyone on the planet wanted to play Joe Exotic. I mean, I mean who would play the most crazy, charismatic cult leader you can possibly imagine? Yeah. That has a mullet. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is interesting. I definitely am ready for like the trailer already just to see Nick Cage doing his best Nick Cage as Joe Exotic. I don't Exotic. know how I'm going to see Nick Cage as Joe Exotic. I, it's still like, I, I, totally I still can't it. fathom yeah, it. Yeah. I'm I'm on board. I can see it 100%. Yeah, it's I, I can totally see it you too. You just give him a shitty mustache yeah, and, a bleach, and a bleach blonde, blonde mullet. Oh, like. yeah. <laughs> and he was made for both of those things. And like a bunch of shitty tattoos. It. Yeah, it, it, it's going to totally work. So moving on from this one, actually, this is an interesting one too. I haven't told you guys about this one yet. The news actually just pretty much dropped, I think later yesterday afternoon. But the news is that Tom Cruise and Elon Musk are trying to make the first movie shot in space actually shot in space. yes actually shot in space cool. huh. i'm on board yeah i mean it's tom cruise okay like, yeah he's from I'm, outer space he, and he so. yeah he is he's an alien yeah so says his religion so exactly yeah i mean he's probably already been to outer space he just hasn't told anyone it depends i mean that's cool. Yeah. I'm not like yeah. stoked for it. No, I'm, I'm interested. Apparently, they're supposed cool. to be working with NASA, I guess SpaceX and NASA. They're communicating about this, and there's been talks, and Tom Cruise is kind like, of on board for it. What, what kind of movie are they going to make? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> that's going to be in space. That, yeah. That, that's the kicker to me. I mean, it would be like Is this going to be like gravity? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. exactly. Or is this going to be something like where they're in a spaceship the whole time? Because what was that other one oh, where dude, they found out life? Movie. Um, oh. They found life on Mars and they brought it back. And then it once oh. introduced the oxygen, it kept like multiplying and like destroyed the whole space station. It's Gremlins, <laughs> but it's water. <laughs> Gremlins three. I know the <laughs> one you weren't talking about. The one that I thought I thought you were going to talk about Moon. I was thinking it could be like Moon. Oh my god. Um, no, Moon's great. The like, Moon is very good. I thought this was. I know the movie you're talking good. about, and it didn't do that well. No, it wasn't that great. I, but I didn't see that one. I can't think of the name of it, though. It was kind of obscure. Jake Gyllenhaal? That's what I was about to say. Gyllenhaal was in it. Yeah, I cannot. Somebody remember. else was in it. There was a couple big names. Yeah, all these people thought that it was because it was made by Sony, and all these people thought that it was actually a backdoor like prequel to Venom. Oh. They thought that that's what it was going to be. Oh, that, that, that was going to be. Now that you say that. Yeah. That, mm. That's what they thought that it was going to be, and then it turned out not to be that. It would have been but, better if they had did that. Yeah. Somehow, like, twisted it and been like, oh, look. Yeah, it crashed to Earth, and they are now studying it. Oh no, Venom! <laughs> yeah, that would have been pretty awesome, but no, oh, that's that's oh, unfortunately no. not what. The... Oh no! <laughs> well, it's cool, so, yeah. but I'm not that excited for that. Yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see what shakes yeah. out. I just thought it was I... interesting and a bit ridiculous, and of course, it's information coming from Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's huh. cool. Though. Which like... everybody's mad at Elon Musk right now. Which everybody can just screw right everybody... off. Everybody, of yeah. everybody's always everybody mad at him. Everybody is you. No, I'm not what? mad at Elon. Pretty sure you're okay, we wrong. won't get into that. <laughs> no, I, you were a said, major hater of Elon I, I say that for like I, I a just long don't time. fully trust Elon. Okay, I just feel like that dude's. I, I just don't get him. I, I mean, feel he was like giving he, away flamethrowers for like three hundred bucks. I yeah. trust him. <laughs> they were not a flamethrower. Yeah, they just did, did what flamethrowers do and, and weren't and, called a flamethrower and inject flames. <laughs> yeah, like ten feet away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know. Yeah, well, everybody was mad at him because he basically was like, "We need to open the economy back up," and everybody got really mad at him. Mm. And he made some comments about, you know, just the whole situation of the pandemic. I mean, pandemic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Freudian slip there. Oh, I'm a, sure. Called it a pandemic. Yeah, My boy. <laughs> Didn't mean to call it that. Sorry, guys. 
So, <laughs> so this is the part where we get into what's new with you boys. Um, so we're going to talk about what, we, what we've been watching lately. As we know, Chris never has anything. So, he's, so we can start with yeah, me. We can just pretend like he doesn't exist. Wow. And, <laughs> I have something. Oh, you ouchie, did? Ouchie. I told you I had something. No, I know you yeah, did. You, did. you had one thing that you couldn't remember the name of. What's it called? you're right (laughs) so i know what he's going to talk about i can't Uh, remember i can't remember the name but but it's it's been schwartz it's an hour of improv with schwartz and schwartz and middle ditch middle okay well what's it called yes no no i think that's actually what oh that's literally what's called yeah Yeah. i think it's called an hour of improv or something with 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 their names yeah yeah Yeah. i watched one episode of it yeah and it was funny i laughed a good bit. A it looks very yeah. good. I'm I'm yeah. super excited to see it. It's like an awkward, like I mean, it's improv. Like obviously, it's going to be awkward. Yeah, I've never seen. You've got to be a weirdo thing. to like be comfortable yeah. doing improv. And I did not realize that they were those kind of weirdos. Oh yeah, and yeah, I'm excited to see them be those kind of weirdos. Yeah. So it's like the so is it kind club. of like whose line is it anyways? It, no. it looks like that from the surface. As far as if you watch the trailer, like I watched the trailer okay. and I got those vibes. But it is a different kind of improv. Well, I can't say for the last two episodes, but for the first one, they literally talked to the audience, got a story from it, and just improv that story. Okay. Huh. So what is this on? It's on Netflix. Netflix. It's, it's a Netflix original. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So that's it. It was only... good. Yeah. Oh, okay. I recommend it. That first episode, it was good. I laughed. Good. I left many times. So. I am gonna watch that, and I will get back with you. I will let you know. Okay. Sydney really wants to see. I it. won't hold my breath. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we still haven't finished Dev, so yeah. Or something else that we watched. I'm almost done with Ozark. Yeah. I've watched like two or three more this weekend, so it's you know it's those shows that Sydney watches, but we won't go there. So I'm gonna talk about mine real quick because I know Matt's gonna come fully loaded because he <laughs> no it's been a couple intended. weeks, so <laughs> he's backed up. I'm oh I'm like constipated over here. Yeah. So. <laughs> That was not the direction so, I was going. No, me neither. There's so many analogies happening. I just, I don't even know where to start or stop. I just, this is getting ridiculous. So I've seen. I'm going to talk about three things pretty quickly. So because one of them y'all have already been talking about. So the new new thing I've seen is a show called Run on HBO. Yeah, it's so this stars uh, Donald Gleason and Merritt Weaver. Merritt Weaver was in some of the. Some of the seasons of The Walking Dead for a little bit, you might recognize her from that before. I think we all abandoned ship. Wow. I feel like every time we record, there's a crazy storm. And no, current... there's, there's literally tornadoes going on in South Charlotte. Okay, by yeah. The way. Yeah, well, luckily we're in North Charlotte. Yeah, yeah if, yeah, if no, it did pick up, up on the microphones, there's <laughs> a big thunderstorm happening outside. And it was last week, and I think the recording before that, too. So Yep. So the show, though... It's called Run, and it's and the other big one is Donald Gleason, and y'all know who he is. Um, I know the name, but I'm trying to like put a face to I, it. I'll show you his face right now. <laughs> this guy, he, so he was in Star Wars. He's oh. he's General Hux from yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> okay, and he was the main actor in Peter Rabbit. He was the main uh, uh, human. He was in also in an episode of uh, Black Mirror. Yeah, he's 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 done a bunch, and well, his dad's very famous too. And I'm trying to think of his dad's name, and it's not. He looks like somebody who would have a famous dad. Uh, Gleason, something Gleason, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just I'll think not of it. right. I'll think of it. But anyways, so it's these two. Now the concept of the show is very interesting. It's a half-hour show. It's an HBO original show. Mm-hmm. So basically, the deal with this show is that it starts out and 
Merritt Weaver, uh, her character gets a text message and all it says is run. And she's looking at it and you don't really know what's going on. The text says run. And then she ends up like going back and forth, doesn't answer. And then she ends up answering and just says run back. And so then the whole thing turns out that these two individuals, at, oh, still haven't gotten the whole story on it. I'm three or four episodes in. But essentially at some point in their life, they had a discussion where they said, if one of us messages run to the other and the other messages run back, then we run away from our lives and we meet at this place at this time and we're going to go here and we're just going to run away together. Huh. And yeah, it's very interesting concept, but it's, it's kind of this com. it's got a comedy aspect to it. It's, it's, I guess it's probably considered a dramedy. But and, and I guess a little tag here on IMDb, it says two ex-lovers activate a long planned escape to disappear together, which is in a nutshell is what it is. But there's a lot mm-hmm. of kind of mystery to it as far as what's going on. They both it's been many years since they've seen each other. And so they have lives, both of them. And you start to find out that the decisions that they made were probably absolutely insane to run away. And the oh. things that they're running well, I mean, away naturally, from. if you yeah. have two people that s- separate. Yeah living two different lives and you just drop everything to run away exactly obviously that's like a ridiculous plan yeah Yeah, because like the odds of the other person being dtf (laughs) whatever you like what happens if you just text run and the other person's like uh uh no thank you or whatever like well i mean well they were planned it was planned that that yeah but if your ex from like five years ago you open said run would yeah. you be like? Well, I mean, these people. Yeah, like, All right, I'm leaving. Well, Sid that, right I now. mean, that's the thing is like the plan was that the message was run. Like you respond, run to run. So like, if, right. if you're if, if you're willing to run, also, exactly. yes, exactly. Right. So like, it did show it, and I think it actually shows that at other points, each of them had messaged run, and the other didn't respond. So this is the first time that they've both res- like one is sent to run and one is oh, responded okay. back. So like it, they were just in this perfect storm in their lives where they were both like fine okay right I'll that's run. what I'm saying it's yes. just like hmm. the odds yes the odds are yes and I mean obviously maybe it was one of those things where like when because it was clear that they dated in college so it was one of these things where you know it was college kids talking and they make up this plan and oh we're gonna do this you know regardless of what happens and so I mean there's a lot more to it like I said I'm only three episodes or so in and they're slowly giving you chunks of it so it's interesting um, it's. A, I could see it being a bit controversial as far as the messaging that's oh, going okay. into it, just with people doing something like running out on their lives and mm. looking at it in this positive light, potentially. And it's sure. a great thing just to yeah. leave everything yeah. behind people. Yeah. So I'm interested to see more of it. I'm interested to see what people are saying about it and thinking about it. Like I said, it's only a 30 minute long show and it's on HBO and it, I think it's getting some traction. People are watching it. So I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes and they're both very good actors. So I like it. I mean, it's not like it's some crazy sci-fi or whatever. It's just a story. It's just an interesting story. There's some good comedy bits and there's a lot of weird sexual tension in this show. <laughs> I can only imagine Lots of people like, like, randomly running away to like masturbate to then come back to a conversation and what stuff. i'm telling you i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys i can't record yeah. right now I'm, I'm telling you it's uh it's an interesting one to say the least but so far i've kind of enjoyed it I'm, I'm interested to see more i like it i like the premise it's interesting but like i said i can see it being a little controversial so so the other thing i saw we've talked about a couple times you guys have mentioned but i've finally seen code eight so and i think matt actually mentioned the last episode he was on 
or maybe I know Gazak no, did. I, I texted you about it. Oh, it might have been that you texted. A few episodes ago, yeah. but yeah. So and every, you had texted about it. Yeah, I think right, before I watched right. it, then I watched it and talked about it on. The yeah, show. I think I watched it like the day or the day after it came on Netflix. Yeah. So yeah. I finally got a chance to see it the other night, and uh, man, I, I'm actually pretty impressed with how good it is considering it being a small budget you know and it's and the story is interesting it's not like especially for the subject matter of superheroes and this is the show by the way or the movie and it it stars Robbie Amell and Stephen Amell the cousins and their cousins and and in real life and Stephen Amell is two brothers (laughs) I think we reference that every single episode I think so (laughs) and Stephen Amell's Green Arrow but they both were the reason that this movie got made it was a short film we've talked about it on other weeks but or previous episodes, but basically it's a superhero, superpowered show, not superhero show, but superpowers. So obviously ground that's been plenty tread on, mm-hmm. but they kept it pretty creative. I thought I like yeah, it pretty well. It's pretty cool. I really enjoyed kind of, it was more of a less of a fresh take yeah. on, it reminded me a lot of the original X-Men. Cause you know, yeah. the original X-Men's whole purpose was kind of like, Hey, we shouldn't hate on people that are different than us. Yeah. And this was very similar. Like that was the message. Yeah. It was yeah. There was a lot. I mean, I'm sure you picked up on like the political undertones. Yeah, and, but it wasn't. It wasn't bad. No, it way, wasn't. But like it, you could definitely tell. You could, but it wasn't so. It wasn't beating you over the head with no, it. Yeah. It was. It was, it was very. It was, it was well done. I don't know. I wouldn't call it subtle, but on the same no, hand, I wouldn't subtle. call it offensive. I guess as right. far as the message. But it also worked into the story. You know, it did. It's yeah. not like one of those things where it came out of left field and hit you in the face. Well, sure. And yeah, exactly. And it wasn't like they're like sitting there being like, see how this parallels to immigrants, like, or something, you know, like where you're <laughs> right. just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. They allow you to draw your own parallels. Yeah. So basically, yeah, I liked this thing. I saw it. I enjoyed it pretty well and I'd recommend seeing it. I think I, I liked it. Yeah. Pretty, I think pretty if you good. like superhero things or pa- pa- people with powers, I'd recommend watching this. Yeah. I think so too. So yeah, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. The, so the only other thing I want to talk about, and I know that yeah, I think no, Matt's been watching it and we haven't talked about it on the show at all oh. is the season two of what we do in the shadows. And if you're not watching what we do in the shadows, first of all, what the hell are you doing with your life? For real? Like shame. Yeah. Shame. But so s- season one, I liked, I'm already loving season two. Like, I think that this show has finally found its footing. Are you watching season two yet, Chris? How does season one end? Because I can't... Well, we can talk about that. It's a big spoiler. It's a big spoiler, actually. It is a spoiler. Um, It's like one of the only big plot points in the whole show. With it being... Because it's episode... But I mean, you know if you're watching the second season. Yeah. It comes out once a week. Hey. Have you watched it in the last three weeks? Yeah. Have you seen it in the past couple weeks? It's literally coming out week by week. See, but I caught up... Like, I only started watching it, like, three weeks ago. Oh, really? So you might have seen at least the first season or first episode. Whenever I I got Hulu, because I didn't have Hulu until... Yeah, recently. Yeah, recently. reviewed the movie. Because money. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Paying for things. Yeah, it's that whole $6. It's it's really taxing. All right, you Jack Sparrow. Yeah, exactly. Did you listen? He did listen to last week. Thanks, brother. If you don't get the reference, of course I listen. You'll just have to listen to last week as to why. Yeah, where Blaine did not get the (laughs) reference. I did not understand what he meant. So I probably haven't seen the second season. Okay, I'm well, pretty sure I haven't. So because it ended on like 
a pretty definite in. Yes, season one did, yes. Yeah. Season two is very, very, very good. It's absolutely hilarious. I, I almost can't talk about it a lot because of the spoiler and like what I... I'll just say this. Guillermo is freaking fantastic. I love him and he's awesome. This season he is like really? shining. It is he actually... Is shining. He was kind of annoying to me yeah. in the first season. Oh, dude, season two, I love so him. So I'll almost disagree with you a little really? bit. I really? love the show. Don't yeah. It's starting to get a little repetitive for me. Really? And I kind of want them to do something. Like, I feel like they keep retreading on the same um, trope. And I I really want there to be a big change. And I I think that's what they're setting it up for. And I'm hoping that happens this week. Yeah, I mean, they've... Well, I've already seen this week's episode. That comes out on Wednesday? (laughs) Oh, well, I guess... Well, I saw one saw last week's episode. I guess it was last week, yeah. I know. Yeah, I well, tell me what happens. It's also how he cheats. This is how he cheats. He listens to our episode. That's after. right. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. That's how I know. <laughs> well, yeah. And also, we were talking about Taika Waititi earlier, and he made the original What We Do in the Shadows film, and mm-hmm. this is based off of loosely based off of that film, but it's almost like a recreation, I guess, because it's all new characters. Well, no, it's not a recreation because no, actually, in season it's one, parallel. Like, they're in. Yeah, it is yeah. literally a show. That takes place in the same world as the movie, but yep. in a completely different area. Yep. But, and you could also see the show without ever seeing the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're yep. easily. Totally so, mutually yeah. exclusive. I don't know. I, I think that this season feels a lot more special than last season to me. I felt like it's just the humor's gotten more creative. They're getting into some really new ideas, and it every episode's felt drastically different. Versus last season, where I was feeling how you're feeling, mm-hmm. how you were saying you were feeling, where I felt like last season until close to the end was feeling a little samey. Okay. Um, but, and I mean, also though, this is like a 30 minute comedy. Like, I mean, if you think about even something like The Office or whatever, where it's like sometimes you'd go whole seasons where there's not like a huge change per se. It's just kind of people businesses, live in their life. people live in their lives. And this is just vampires living their lives. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. This is one of the few shows that actually makes me laugh. Really? I have found. Because, you know, I watch a lot of shows, a lot of things like Community, The Office, Parks and Rec. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, these are fun. I don't, sometimes they're funny, but not necessarily every episode. Yeah. With this show, even the first season and the current stuff and the movie, I, I find myself yeah. laughing aloud. Yeah, I, I do too. Sydney was making fun of me because she was just like, she walked in like three different times on multiple different episodes and it's just like, what the hell are you watching in here and why are you laughing <laughs> what the so hell? hard? Why is she not watching I, this? Exactly. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. She watched like the first episode of the first season and was just like, I don't know if this is for me. I was just like, okay, well. Can we trust your wife? I'm... No. No, we can't. Had she seen the movie? Mm, yeah, I think so. She didn't like okay. the movie as much as I did uh, though. Uh, See, I do feel like if you've seen the movie and you like the movie, it'll make you stick around for the show it will. a lot more than yeah. if you haven't seen the movie. But yeah, I can totally agree with that. You don't so. need to see one yeah. to see the other, but sure. if you enjoy the movie, then you will enjoy the show. It just might take you a little bit of time. Yeah, that's... Because it is that. different characters. Because the whole thing is that it's just a parody on vampires. It's just making fun of all different kinds of vampires. And werewolves and yeah. zombies and... Other things. Yeah, Babadooks. Babadooks. <laughs> oh, so many, like, random things. Yeah, even, like, there's a whole episode this season about ghosts. Like, I love that. Like, they're exploring other <laughs> things within the reality that they haven't done yet, and that's what I liked. Yeah. And exploring things that the movies didn't explore either. Right. So, I, I like the new concepts that are getting brought up. Yeah. Like, the, the most recent episode is about how they were, one of them was basically using a computer for the first time. And he got a spam <laughs> message 
and the email was like a curse from Bloody Mary. And if you didn't pass it to 10 other people, then you were like cursed for life. Mm. And they thought it was real. And so they were like trying to scavenge up like people's email addresses basically <laughs> so that they could get rid of their curse. Wow. But it's just very goofy. It's fun. But yeah, this season's really good. I would definitely recommend watching it. So on that, we are going to move over to Matt. All right. Because I know he's got plenty to talk yeah. about. He's been watching a lot. Okay. So I'm going to retread some things first. Sure. Um, underwater. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, man. I hate that I wasn't here to talk about that. I know. For hours on end. I know. called it. Um, we did. So I just wanted to put my two cents in there with that one. Yeah. It's fantastic. I fully recommend if you did not listen to last week's yes. podcast, go listen to it. If yeah. you haven't. Or just go watch the movie. Yeah. Just do go, it. Go watch the movie. It's deep sea. It's yeah. fantastic. Both. Do both. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, a deep sea and creature feature. The best comparison that you guys both missed was Leviathan. Oh, yeah. Which, which is an 80s exact movie. It's basically this exact movie in the 80s. Just remade. Yeah. But yeah. they were both fantastic. I mean, the Leviathan is like a... It's an 80s movie. Yeah. It's kind of like Alien, but underwater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It seemed very similar because your wife was talking about it with us. And so yeah. I, I, at some point I might go check it back out. But I feel like with it being so 80s and having no nostalgia for it, I will probably think it's very dumb. <laughs> it's still a lot of fun. I don't know because I don't, have any, I don't have any nostalgia for it either. Yeah. But Xena has made me watch it several times because mm-hmm. she loves the movie. And uh, it's definitely worth it. It's just like watching Alien for the first time. Cool. So okay. I'd recommend it. Yeah. Um, Tales from the Loop. Yes, oh, we talked about yeah. What do yeah. you think? I like it. Um, I, th- I don't think I'm like four episodes in or five episodes because it is kind of heavy. Yeah, and you do want to pay attention while you're watching it. Chris was yeah. Chris called that. Yeah, it's so, a little morsels. I'm but I really I enjoy it. Back. And I've I only enjoy- seen three or four as well. Yeah, I still need to get back to it as well. Same. Yeah, it's on my list of like when I'm ready for something heavy yep. to watch that. Yeah, but I like it's an anthology and it reminds me a lot of um electric dreams yeah which, which is, is also another like sci-fi anthology on Amazon. So I'd recommend this is actually yeah a really on Amazon good one. Yeah, yeah, so I'd recommend... They're both on Amazon, yeah. so I'd mm-hmm. recommend those. Yeah. All right, now to jump into something new. Yeah, more That's recent. brand new. I'm excited for you to talk about this one because I have not seen this at all and I've heard nothing about it. Upload. Yes. It is on Amazon. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about it. Honestly, Amazon flooded me on all social medias with <laughs> ads. <laughs> really? I, I haven't gotten any for I, this it was, on, it was all over the place. I was like... Because it heard really? me complaining about how I never see ads, so I never know what's <laughs> on Amazon. So it flooded me. Yep. And then I started looking it at it, and funny enough, it has um, Robbie Mel, Robbie Mel in it. Yep. And Zena and I were watching, and we're like, "Who is this guy? He looks so familiar." <laughs> Three episodes in, we looked him up, and we're like, "Oh shit, that's it. That's he was in Code Eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this show is kind of a rom com. Dear Jesus! Wow, that, that shook was, the lamp. There's just the... made my nipples hard <laughs> in the best possible way. I fucking love thunder and lightning. I'm sorry, God, my have to go check off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You should be in run. You definitely heard that. I know. My heart like skipped a beat. My like. You should have seen the lightning because you see, your back your to the window. Got hard, oh. and my my yeah. testicles are inside of my stomach. <laughs> so I just came a little. Yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. Oh my gosh, that was. Oh. Yeah. And if you're watching the video, you. You just had that beautiful flash yeah, of lightning in the, the background lightning. that felt like it like struck the house mm. i've never had that was amazing Whew. okay so anyways what were you talking okay. about matt so uh, <laughs> upload has um rabia mel in it and so the whole premise is this is probably about 50 to 80 years in the future mm-hmm. and they have some sci-fi things so like they print their own dinners they have what? self-driving yeah so they have like 3d printers and they're like oh look i made steak tonight yeah on my samsung 
<laughs> Boom. And, is this um, Back to the Future? So yeah, it's seriously. it's very like comedic in that sense. They have okay. a lot of like subtle comedy. Um, the, the whole premise is that Robbie Amell, or whatever his character's name is, I can't think of it right yeah, now. His character in the show is called Nathan Brown. Thanks. Nathan is a tech designer, and he's designing an app, and he gets in an auto accident in a self-driving car. Okay. In the first episode. And when you die, if you're rich enough, you can upload yourself like basically basically your consciousness to a a stack basically kind of like a stack but this is more you live in an mm. live in a computer world a oh. computer generated world so in like vr basically basically it's a vr hotel and okay. so he gets uploaded because his girlfriend's family is super mega rich okay he comes from a poor family his girlfriend's super mega rich gets him uploaded into this place called like lake lakeview i think so it's this beautiful okay. like giant hotel but it's weird, like, you get right off the back in the first episode, it's weird that he died because it's a self-driving car and obviously or some sort of malfunction because yeah. he runs into something and it kills him. Okay. And it's super weird that that happened. Hmm. And you get all these weird tones and... So it feels like there's something underlying. There's something going mysterious going yeah. on. And then when you get update uploaded into this world, you have these angels, which are your um customer service reps yeah <laughs> called angels okay well this cutie i can't uh-huh. remember her name but she ends up being his angel and she becomes super attracted is to that him. nora yes okay. nora nora okay and nora Jones. she kind of like helps him acclimate to this world and then they start kind of realizing something is up with his death yeah. and it's kind of a murder mystery rom-com huh in a sci-fi world yeah, they have it as a comedy mystery sci-fi. Yep. That actually sounds Boom. There you go. right up my alley. And it's 30-minute yeah, episodes. Really... Oh, really? There's only 10 episodes. So we knocked it out in like a day. Because <clears throat> nice. I didn't realize it was so short. Yeah. But the whole time, like, oh, man, this is kind of fun. I'm not a big fan of rom-coms. Yeah. But even while I was watching, it's like, I know this is a rom-com, yeah. but I'm enjoying it's myself. Because it had a sci-fi twist. And it is. It, it always it, makes it better. Right. A sci-fi twist. And it's pretty funny. There's plenty of funny things. And it's kind of like what we do in the shadows where they do all the off off-the-wall kind of unexpected twists. Sure. Like, there's one lady in there, and they couldn't find a recent picture of her because I guess she died when she was, like, 80 or 90. Mm-hmm. So they used, like, a picture from the 70s. So it's huh. a black-and-white picture. So her upload is black-and-white. Interesting. So she, you see a black-and-white character running around. is because her funny. picture was old. <laughs> I would highly recommend awesome. it. It's yeah. fun. And that's also an Amazon original. It right? is an Amazon original, and it's only been out for a little a bit week. of time. I think a week. Yep. Or maybe even not a week. I think it came out this past weekend. I think it came out Friday. Yeah, I was about to say, I just got inundated one day. And I was yeah. like, you know what? This actually looks kind of fun. Yeah, it came out Friday. So, But it looks like people on uh, IMDb are liking it as an 8.3 out of 10. But I'm I glad. normally don't really tr- trust that. I'm glad, they, I'm glad it has such a high rating. I, I definitely think some people should get out there and check it out. I mean, I don't cool. trust that stuff either. But yeah. yeah, it was fun. It's worth like, it's only four hours long, or five hours long, technically. Totally. Yeah. Because they're short episodes. Nice. I they're love like half hours. less than 45 minutes long. 30 they're minutes. 28 30. to 30 oh, okay. minutes long. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, I didn't realize. We got five episodes in, and I had to pause it, and then we just realized, I was like, oh, crap, we're on five episodes already? How did we get here so quickly? Nice. So, and then there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. 
Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space. Yes. I thought it was called Color of Space. No, Color Out of Space. Yes. And this is the Nicolas Cage film directed by Richard Stanley. Based off of H.P. Lovecraft. I really wanted to see this really bad. We rented it because we wanted to see it really badly too. So tell me, should I watch this? I think so. Okay. I thought this was a ton of... I'm a big H.P. Lovecraft fan and I love like sci-fi horror. Yeah. So this one to me was just... A, a ride yeah because i don't think i've ever seen anything quite like this and seeing it wasn't too like unsuspecting and i've read the story before so i kind of okay. knew where it was going but i don't want to like you can't give away too much so the whole premise is that nicholas cage and his family live on a farm kind of in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. in a rural town and a meteorite lands on their land and then weird things start happening okay and they start seeing these bright colors and apparently it's like the meteorite giving off some sort of like hyper purple pink color that starts affecting them. And then they all start like losing their minds. Huh. That is the broad spectrum of the story. Okay. It's definitely worth watching. Nicholas Cage, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Just being just, ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. He, I just love it because he, he kills these characters as like crazy people. Mm-hmm. And he goes crazy in this and it's just fantastic. Nice. Okay, good. So, well, it's hard to tell definitely. if he's, it's because he's crazy in real life or yeah. if he's just He's just good that actor. good at acting it out. I think he's probably that crazy in real life. I think, I think so too. too. So, he's he's definitely hope. one of those. Yeah, one we can all hope that he's that unhinged. <laughs> no, I don't hope that on him, but I appreciate his way. work. I hope, hope it in a good way, yeah. not in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little yeah. unhinged in the best kind yeah. of way. So that is it for me. Cool. Okay. So now what we'll do is we're going to actually get into what the actual film that we're talking about today is. So, And as I normally say, I think this is the part that really sets us apart from other po- film podcasts and kind of what makes us special. This is our, this is where we really start to analyze critics and Rotten Tomatoes and that whole culture and how it all works. So what we are actually going to do now is we're going to get into our... Well, we're going to talk about who should or should not see Extraction because we like to just give you a little bit of direction. We don't actually like to just tell you this is good or bad do or don't see it so we're gonna kind of let you give you an idea of who we think would and wouldn't like it and then we're also going to give you our rotten tomato scores predictions for extraction as well so we'll move into that after this so why don't we go ahead and see who shouldn't shouldn't see it what do y'all think honestly if you like any of the new james bond movies especially quantum of solace or casino royale yep i think you would like this movie and or like the jason bourne movies Mm mm-hmm I think they have a very similar. Uh, I agree. How they're filmed and the action sequences. I got a are really good. Very one. similar to that. What do you got? I got a. I got a name for this movie that I wanted to call it. Can I say it? Chris? Okay, Jason want... Bourne is good. Don't and say, don't say it. Okay, go ahead. Don't say it then, man. Okay, I wanna, go ahead. I want to call this movie G.I. John Wick. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh. Um, dude, this movie. Yeah. Uh, were you going to say John Wick? That's what no. I thought you were going to say. Oh, dude. Uh, I was just saying, like, the general theme in my mind yeah. is Saving Private Ryan. Like, really? It's got. Really? Obviously, it's a shitty version of that. Not to say that this is a bad movie. It's just saying that that's Saving Private Ryan loose comparison. is so good. Yeah. But, like. Huh, that's a very interesting comparison. It's got that theme of, like, protecting other people. There's uh, a military... Okay, okay, okay. That kind of a... You mean story-wise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I guess what I meant by... Well... Which yeah, is I, what people watch movies for. Generally. Yeah. Well, <laughs> mainly. Uh, a lot of the time. 
Unless you like specific rim or something. (laughs) Specifically that. Fucking throw that shit in the water. So I really felt like if you were into John Wick, you'd totally be in this movie. (sighs) This felt so much like John Wick to me, it wasn't even funny. Hmm. Like a lot. did not feel like that at all to me. I I guess it's a lot of the action sequences. That's what I mean. I can see because it was like fast action. Dude, no nonsense. This well, was, wait, 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 we can't get to Yeah, it. I thought that this was I had a lot of parallels, but that's me, me personally. So, but if you're into army, military, yeah. war movies, uh, action guy doing action things in it's an action totally place, totally an action movie. Yes, yeah. it's it's that. It's it's you nailed it. Yeah, it's it's Chris <laughs> Hemsworth as action man doing action things. Action Jackson. Yeah, action. He Except was actioning it up. Yes, he was. So, I mean, anything else you want to say as far as who should or shouldn't see it? I mean, if you're not into those things, I'd say don't right. don't, yeah. don't see it. If you okay, don't... so there's another movie I just had to look it up because I couldn't remember because I didn't like it that much. But it's another Netflix movie called uh, Close. Close. I've not heard of that. And it's something very similar. Netflix original movie? Yeah, it is. Really? And Which it's... Netflix has a bunch of military movies. They that... do. And I'm not normally, well, not normally a big fan of military movies. Yeah. And this one's something very similar story-wise theme-wise it just yeah. had the close has a lot less action okay so okay it's not as exciting yeah. so you can base your ideas off that as far as if you think you would or wouldn't like this if you've not seen it yet it's a pretty generic military military action well, movie but like, kind of it doesn't do anything outside of the box well yeah it's very much in the vein of like with jason Bourne, where it's like you follow this single individual versus right. you're not following a team like Chris Hemsworth is almost the only person in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, there's like you know four I mean? people in this movie. They're a handful of people. Right. There's there's the kid that he's saving. Wait, 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 wait. You're getting to the review. And that's not in the review. I kind of feel like that's in the review. No, that's in the... It's called Extraction. He's extracting a kid. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's probably in the synopsis. We could look right here. Let's see what the synopsis is. Well, that's not the matter, is. though. I'm just synopsis. saying, like... Yes. That's fine. Continue. Tyler Rake, a fearless black market mercenary, embarks on the most deadly extraction of his career <laughs> when he's enlisted to rescue the kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord. I thought you were going to say black man instead of black eyes. <laughs> a fearless black man. <laughs> He no, did that. That's what not he Chris. Not Chris Hemsworth. No, he didn't. So yeah, but that's that's basically the premise of it. And also, this movie does. Uh, it's directed by Sam Hargrave, who's actually in the movie. Um, I won't. We can talk about that when we talk about the movie itself. See the pilot? No, no, he's a sniper. He's a sniper. Yeah, the bad sniper. The guy with the big beard. No, he's yeah, not yeah. a bad sniper. No, he did really no good I mean shots. he's good at it. Yeah. but he's a bad guy. I know what guy. you mean. No, he's a good guy. No, you're not thinking the right the guy. guy. with the giant. Well, hold on, you're getting into the review. Oh, I got you. Sorry. Yeah, we're getting too much. Sorry, getting into the review here. There's Thanks, many Christopher. snipers in this movie. Thank you, there. Christopher. Well, look, so you, there's many <laughs> snipers. You can't just say sniper when there's four different snipers. I mean, on the all right, all right. So and two of them have beards. So this movie. So Sam Hargrave. This is his first. This is a directorial debut. But he actually was a big Marvel guy. He was a Marvel. We talked about it in the previous episode, but he was a Marvel stuntman. And he was also a Marvel stunt coordinator. Wait, why did we talk about him last time? What did he do last time? We were just talking about this movie. We oh, were just basically okay. saying we're going to do this movie. But okay. so he was he was a stuntman and he, he was uh, Chris. Oh, God, all these Chris's. Um, he was Captain America's stuntman. Evans. Evans, thank mm-hmm. you. One of the Chris's. Cal. 
These people need to get some creative. These parents need to get creative with their names. Where I mean, are all the mats in this? Who is going to name their kids like Chris or Matt or David? I'm I mean, Chris there's like a hundred of those things. Right, Joseph. I mean, G- <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. You don't even go by your name. <laughs> I don't. I don't go by my name because it's basic. Um, no, I'm kidding. There was no intention to call me that. But um, so also, though, interesting thing is this was written by Joe Russo one oh, of the russo. russo brothers yeah you got it they're and brothers yeah that two did, <laughs> two brothers that did the uh avengers movies well yeah. not all of them but they did and a few in game and they did well they did the two final ones and then they also directed basically the good captain america movie well the, actually all the captain america movies were good yeah they were but uh, uh you're talking about winter War. soldier oh or actually no winter winter soldier was their first one and then I think they did do Civil War, and then they did the other two. But anyway, so Joe Russo. So this is a bunch of Marvel people working on this movie, mm-hmm. uh, to, to basically put it lightly. So let's go ahead. We're going to go ahead and guess what the Rotten Tomato scores are for this movie. I'm really interested about this this time, because I am not sure what is going to shake out as far as how this thing is actually reviewed. So what do you guys think? Or do y'all want me to go first this time? I can go first if you want me to. Sure. You can go ahead. Go ahead, Blaine. Okay, so I think, goodness, I think this is probably from critics. I feel like critics could be hard on this movie. I feel like they could, but I'm not sure. I'm thinking like a 71 from the critics. Okay. It's close to what I was going to say. Is it? Um, And then from the audience, I think audience is really going to like this movie. I'm guessing it's probably going to be somewhere in the 80s. I'm thinking probably an 89 from audiences on Rotten Tomatoes for this. So that is my guesses. What do you guys think for yourselves? Um, I think the critics are going to be a lot harder than you said. And I'm going to go with 55. Really? Yeah. I'm just not sure critics are really going to dig this. They might. Not. I really don't know how critics think on like war movies, but yeah. And this I mean, is a maybe if I look to see what like John Wick, how John Wick did, like the first one. Yeah, I didn't look. So this is just pure guessing. Yeah. And then audience, I'm gonna go with eighty-five. You 85. said eighty-nine, right? I did say 89. okay. Yeah, eighty-five. I feel like that is a very safe space to be. I think it's close to accurate. Yeah, it probably will be. He looked it up. He cheated. Totally. <laughs> he went to the future. Yes. You literally have it up right now. <laughs> that's that's IMDb. That is not Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to say critics gave it a 68. Hmm. Okay. So in between you two, closer to Blaine. Okay. Um, and I'm going to say those other people gave it. Audience? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other people. People like us. <laughs> the normies. The yeah. norms. The muggles. Ooh, I'm gonna go way lower than y'all. Really? Mm. Say 75. Oh, that's not way lower. That's, that's only way 10 lower. lower. Uh, t- ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good bet. That's ten percent on a scale of one to a hundred. That's a ten percent difference. <laughs> he can math. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we should move on. Let's do Let's it. do the review. Yeah. So this is our review for. I about said Inception. Extraction. Boom. <laughs> I wish this was Inception. God, it was such a good movie. Oh, Inception. Mm. Special place. I told you I watched that like yeah. not that long ago. Oh, so did you? Still so good. Yeah, I did. Sorry. Distracted. So anyways, this is our review. Spoilers from here <laughs> on down for Extraction. 
Do Let's do this. All right. So, um, <laughs> what do you guys think? I'm really interested. <laughs> okay, we're oh, gonna no. start off. Who do you did want to you like first? it, Blaine? Did you like it or not like it? I did like this movie. I did like it. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. We all liked it. Okay, yeah. nice. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, it's like I feel like there's not a lot not to like. My beef is with some of some of the stuff at the end. Yeah. Well, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. And I'd say that aside, you could also just not like the fact that like there is no, there's a story, but like there's not a lot of story happening here. It's nothing new. No, well, it's definitely it's not revolutionary new. in any way. No. It's a very played out story. But yeah, they did it well. Well, and there's just not much substance to it. Yeah. Like. Like they almost call attention to it and make a joke about it in the beginning when they're first like assembling the little team that doesn't last long. Yeah. <laughs> when they assemble the team, they're basically like, you know, um, talking about how it's like one drug lord versus another drug lord and the kid got killed. And they're just like, one of the guys is just like, oh, sounds like the most epic story ever or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. I mean, so it's not necessarily super original. But so one of the things that I wrote in my notes was that like the second that the first action scene starts in this movie, I'm just like, I don't give a flying fuck what happens. Oh, yeah. Like, I just want to see people get wrecked. Like, let's just watch people get their asses handed to them for the next two hours and I will be a happy man. Which is why I thought it felt like John Wick. Like, the action cinematography and movements and just how visceral the action scenes were was what felt like John Wick to me and creative. I would say that the action scenes, they they do feel that way, but they weren't filmed that way. I would disagree really? with the cinematography part. Oh, you didn't think that they were creative? It was, there was too much shaky cam. Oh, I kind of liked it. <sighs> See, that's it almost have... my problem with like one of the Born Identity movies was the same oh, thing. Right. Yeah, I it was remember. all shaky cam. Yeah. I think it was the third or the Born fourth movies. one. Yeah. Like a certain amount. Like if, if you're following somebody who's running, sure. Like you can have yeah. shaky cam and that's fine. But if there's like a fight scene... Which they, it's so weird how they did with this movie. It's so in between with me because they did like a lot of extended one shots. They did. Where they, well, like, and, it was, four well, it was minutes. to feel like it was a one shot. You could tell, I could spot cuts. There were some. But were like, like, they were, it was almost the first action scene went on for what felt like 20 minutes. Like, it just, like, when it started and he really starts fighting, it just went on and on and on. And it was like this, like the Terminator. It was like in Terminator <laughs> where he's like getting chased by the uh the melty man whatever the t2 T2, the other terminator yeah Yeah, the other terminator like (laughs) it's been a while since i've seen terminator okay mr mercury yes mr um (laughs) yeah it just felt like he was getting like chased down by a terminator but he was also a terminator because he wrecks everything right like i just because it was like a car scene and then out of a car and then back in a car it's just like all over the place which i loved i thought it was awesome like i was just like i don't really care what happens in the story like this is cool like I didn't have super high expectations for this movie. Like Yeah. And but it was it was it was good. It was entertaining for sure. Yeah. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Lot. I had a lot of fun with yeah. it. It was one of those it's nice, you just like you drink a little drink, you smoke a little smoke, you chill out, and you <laughs> not endorsing you smoking. It. No. Cigarettes. Don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Specifically. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> terrible for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sponsors. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, I uh I don't know. Yeah, I I I thought that just every action scene was super fun in this movie, yeah. and it made it worth it. Honestly, I didn't have any complaints mm, until like near the really? end. Now going back and thinking about it, 
I feel like some of the character development they tried doing, they did, seemed a little forced. Um, what's what's the sheriff from? So yeah, uh, what's his name? I didn't like that whole part. That whole part, really? Yeah, it just seemed like forced. That was um, gosh, I'm trying to think of his name, the, the actor, the sheriff yeah, he's from, about um, from Stranger Things. Stranger Things. It's uh, gosh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. he's not even. I gotcha. He's I not even here on the cast list. To the Russian. No. No, I mean, oh, like, the he's one coming that... out in a movie where he's Black be... Widow, yeah, the Russian, yeah. the oh, Russian. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Gosh, I wish I could think of his name. He's, like... Kyle. I mean, he's, he's pretty famous. big. Yeah, yeah, Kyle, who was on the podcast last week, it's, like, his favorite actor in the world. I just and, didn't... Uh, I thought that was just, like, a, an unnecessary character that just popped in, was there for 10 minutes, and there then was popped kind out. Of, kind of a lot of those kind of characters, though. Like, the whole team was yeah. almost, like, unnecessary. I liked like, that, though, because that was, like, oh, man, the whole team's here. Oh, shit, they all just got assassinated. What the yeah. hell's going on? Oh, by the way, it's David Harbour. Oh, yeah. That's right. He so, was Hellboy as well recently. What was the... I feel like he played a very similar role. Or I could be just mixing everything up in my brain right now, but... And I sure. can't think of the movie. Of God. something that he did? A movie that I he did like specifically? I feel like he was a... Tr- nope, nope, never mind. Okay. It's totally something different. Just okay. ignore me. We can move on. All right, cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, yeah it, I mean, I thought he did a good job as being this guy that sells him out, and it was a big moment when the kid is forced to shoot him because you know it's it's the first because right, it was like this innocent kid, yes, that shoots somebody for the first time in his life. Wait, yes. What part do you appreciate when they were shooting? When he when the kid ended up having to shoot uh, David David Harbor's character for betraying them in the house. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, Chris kind of jumping to conclusions there. I know. Are uh, you? The other Chris? Yeah. Oh, the like, famous one? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was just like, who did you sell me out to? He's like, well, hold on. Who did you sell me out to? I guess it's, I'm going to fight I mean, you, you now. You could tell that was coming. Like, that yeah, everybody you could. knew. Oh, yeah. Was you could, that was the thing. And that's one of the things that I wrote in my notes is like, this movie is not, it, like, it. it is pretty predictable. There's yeah. not much surprising that happens in this movie for me like it right. just aside from the fact i wasn't expecting him to uh partner up with terminator dude that had been chasing him down and fighting with him the whole movie i didn't expect right. him to partner up and, and to make it a to a point in which you were actually sad when he died right i, I that was a twist i wasn't seeing him i was trying to describe it to Zana who didn't watch it with me yeah. she's like this doesn't make sound like it makes sense i'm like because i can't I don't know. It just made sense when I was watching it. <laughs> I enjoyed the guy, that character. Yes. Yeah, so, so, and if you haven't seen the movie, he was movie, a dick. He was for some of it. Like, obviously, he made the wrong choice. But yeah, if, because if you he haven't... didn't have the money, though. Like, there was not money to pay for it. So. Exactly. Yeah. So he's the guy who set up the deal because basically, Chris Hemsworth's character is a mercenary, and he hired, or basically, he was hired by some individuals connected with this drug lord whose kid got kidnapped, and essentially. The guy who set up the deal did not then have the money to pay to act- actually pay to get the kid. Yeah. So his plan was yeah. to set up the extraction, yep. not pay, but then murder all of the mercenaries yep. to regain the kid. Yeah. So that it's and not like have to pay for it. Easy. Exactly. Yeah. Which was a huge mistake because you're dealing with mercenaries first off. It's and- like ordering pizza, then killing the pizza delivery <laughs> yes. guy and taking yes. your pizza. And taking the pizza. That's pretty terrible. I think yeah. that happens. God, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Poor guys. I know it's terrible. Poor girls. Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just uh, it, it was an interesting conceit that he ended up helping Chris Hemsworth, and I, I liked that. And it I liked is, it as well. But honestly, when thinking about this movie, like I just I'm not even really concerned with any of the. I mean, there were some decent emotional beats, like the first time that it really 
uh, talks to the kid and they're when the kid finds out basically that like the kid isn't quote unquote essential anymore. Like the kid's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, you're just gonna, you're just gonna leave me to die because, and I'm basically going to get fed to the wolves. Yeah. Because he was thinking of him as an object rather than a person, which yeah, is like what his he father says. would. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And th- that was a neat scene. Like I thought that those moments worked well. And then, you know, they have another touching moment where you actually find out a little bit more about Chris Hemsworth character who we knew nothing about. And you find out that he actually had, a family and his son died of leukemia and stuff, but it did feel a little trite. Like it felt, a yeah. Little... It just kind of seems random. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I know what they were trying to do. Yeah, I did too, but it just felt like a little stereotypical or something. I guess. Yeah, it's like, oh, I had a kid, but the kid died, so now I'm a hard, cold-hearted murder uh, mercenary. Mercenary to try and die myself because that's yeah. what the I whole I... thing was basically that he was just like trying to basically kill just do as much work himself stuff. to death yeah and yeah exactly in but this field of being that was because he he was so poor of a parent before that so like even before his kid died he still like he said he volunteered to go out so like he was just scared of being a parent sure and, or being responsible over a human being or whatever yeah, exactly. it was that causes so he, that fear. yeah he so skipped like, out on all his on, fun and that caused regrets yeah i mean it's not a new story but, sure yeah yeah, and I mean, for what it was, it was interesting enough. And that was my thing is, like, I, I didn't, like, dislike the movie for the narrative choices it made. Like, it was fun. Well, honestly, the action just covers it all it, up. It did. It's just like... Because it's just like, oh, That's... here's, like, a minute or two of some emotion. Yeah. Boom. Action. Which is kind of In your face for, like, for under, five, ten more minutes. With Underwater, too, where it was like, I didn't oh, need It's funny, because I was drawing that same comparison. I was like, man, yeah. this movie is just equally non-stop yeah once it gets going yeah like underwater was I, I this did kind of parallel with that as far as this one it very soon after it gets going you get shot out of a cannon and it does not stop and it right. just goes and goes and goes and this was a two-hour movie too it wasn't even an hour and a half oh yeah right. it didn't feel like it no it, it went by pretty pretty quickly i, mean, I was just sipping on my rum and cokes and just be like, <laughs> yeah like it so like one of the things I wrote down, like with as far as these action scenes, and I, I personally think that this is going to put Sam Hargrave on the map. This dude's going to be making a lot more movies, which I'm excited for. Like I yeah. want to see. I like action movies in this vein, just nonstop action. Yeah, and you don't done need well, a lot of story. Though, too. Like, right, d- done with proper execution, and you could tell oh. like it wasn't a bunch of green screens and it wasn't a bunch of just. Stuff that didn't feel real, kind of like how we talked about how, like, some of the stuff that Chris didn't like about Guns Akimbo, where there was just some stuff that just felt not real. Well, this is the CG in that. Was <laughs> yeah. Super just in the bad. first scene. <laughs> that was the worst part, but that was more. But, anyway, so you were going to say something, Matt. Oh, I, was, I just, you were talking about how realistic and all that. Yeah. I just yeah. remember this one reload scene yeah. where he had a pistol and I guess he had the clip on his vest. Yeah. And he just wipes down on his vest on and his reloads vest. Yep. in the middle of a fight scene. And I was just like, oh, that shit is fucking awesome. That is <laughs> and amazing. And that's some John Wick. Yeah, there was some John Wick type stuff there. You're just not cool enough to do it, Chris. You're just not like a you special forces mercenary that can't that is very reload off a vest. <laughs> I mean, there was a special vest that like releases the clip as you're holding yes. it. No, well, no he magazine, released this clip. No, yeah, and then he, he had it, it on his jacket. And he, so he swiped and What's reloaded. His vest had pockets. His vest had so pockets. So you're shoving it into a pocket. No, it was sticking out of the pocket. I think it was... He probably, I honestly didn't notice it beforehand. This is semantics. But, um, yeah. On, it does, but, we don't need to get into it. I'm just saying. It was awesome. It okay, was cool. That's cool. Yeah. I, I thought, thought it was, it was just like in the middle of a fight scene. But it is cool. I found it realistic, man. Yeah. I thought it, it was, worked for <laughs> I thought it was John Wick realistic. Yeah. Okay. John Wick realistic, so. which is not at all then, I guess. So. <laughs> no, actually, that's why I disagree because John really? Wick is way more realistic in my mind. Well, yeah, because... I wouldn't say way more. It is because Counter Reeves trained his 
ass off to yeah. get there. Yeah. He, like, he does. went hardcore to make that movie as realistic as he could. He does. Or how over top it Which is. Which I think they did a good bit of that with this movie as well, actually. I've seen some stuff during the creation of this because I follow Chris Hemsworth yeah. on Instagram and stuff. And so he's been posting little videos. And same, well, Sam Hargrave has. He did some insane stuff to film in this movie. Like the whole car chase scene, they made a special rig for him and he was physically himself sitting on the front of a car while they were smashing into each other and stuff while it was moving <laughs> with like a camera and he was filming himself nice. he was the camera yes guy. he sam was, the was. Ca- yes yes sam Wait, Hargrave. sam was. or chris sam no sam was oh, okay he was chris actually was in the car i've seen multiple scenes or multiple behind the scenes shots of sam hargrave doing insane stuff to make this movie cool and that's why a lot of the camera work was realistic is i think he was running the camera quite often and was doing the stuff with them and putting himself in danger versus basically. putting it on a track exactly and moving along giving it a smooth yeah, exactly yeah. I, I will say that i'm not a cinematographer or a movie buff in that sense but sure. i could even like just watching this movie i could i was looking at shots and being like so did like was it one person that just went on like rollerblades <laughs> and were like hanging on yeah. to this car like how did they do this yeah shot? there was a lot of him doing i don't this. normally think about these things but sure this is like the shots that were in this were some were wild kind of ones. like this is cool. And some like, really crazy wow. angles and stuff, too. Some I loved the cinematography in this. I think he's got a real eye, personally. Like I think so, too. And I, I think he can do a lot. Yeah, and actually, I didn't... I just wish it was less shaky cam. That's all. That's, sure, that's sure. That's my biggest complaint. I never even noticed shaky. it. I, I didn't either. But as far I, as cinematography goes. I, I will, y'all wait. We'll see. We'll see if my if my dad ends up watching this, which he probably does. Mm-hmm. He'll be like the one. I'll let y'all know when he complains. Like He'll be like, I was just... I felt sick, man. I needed like a Dramamine to watch this movie. I needed to take a drum. I mean, I was going to throw up, man. <laughs> like, just wait. I'll, just wait. I'll tell you about it after he sees it. He'll Please talk do. about it. So. I mean, it definitely didn't make me sick. I yeah. was just... It just makes it harder to keep up with things. Sure. But that's it can. another thing that I... Or probably the same thing that I was commenting on about John Wick is that they're very, like, steady, steady. consistent shots. Yes. Minimal cuts. Yeah. Of, it, like, they're doing what they're doing. It may not be as, like, dramatic as yeah. it is in this movie but it's just a it's very different realistic. style as far yeah. as how they follow it versus his is more visceral i think and more like right. in your face i actually kind of thought about a uh, black hawk down if you ever saw that mm-hmm. it oh, was God, very like boots on the ground God, like I yeah yeah it was a really good super traumatizing it. it does yeah they did have josh yeah. i love josh so good. um throwback to so 45 minutes ago. like yeah i i, I wrote oh, down geez. um three things from that that basically so like in that first fight scene when i was definitely thinking about john wick he kills someone with a rake mm-hmm. when he shoves that dude's face on a rake. Yep. He kills a guy with a can, which made me think of a. Uh, did he kill Riddick. that guy with a can though? I, I don't think, think he killed him, I but it makes me think of Riddick. I think he was one of the oh, people really? that came back. Oh, it might have like, been somebody like came back at him over. with a can yeah, too. I think that was him. It might have been. Anyways, but either way, he he what were you beat saying? the. You said Reddit. Riddick. No, Riddick. Oh, Riddick. Uh, Chronicles, yeah, Chronicles of Riddick. Riddick. <laughs> when he's like, I can kill you with this coffee cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And then oh, he, and then he and then he kills or knocks out or whatever the guy with the actual wall. He like kicks him yeah. through the hole in the wall and he does oh, like a yeah. backflip and. Yeah. yeah it's just a lot of like him whooping ass yeah. like oh, i yeah. just i was all about it if you like action movies yes yeah people kicking ass yeah this is a lot it's of ass good. kicking yeah mm-hmm. yeah now and i know that we've talked about a lot of that I, we might as well just go ahead and get to the end okay. of this thing so we i know that it sounded like y'all both had beef and i felt like it fell apart a little bit honestly not even like that whole last scene on the bridge i was all on board with until the last couple minutes yep 
Like I, I thought her, until the, the chick decided to smile at him and lower her rifle. She yeah. didn't cover his six while he's walking across a bridge that's being gunned at. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, look, there he is. Lowers her gun. And then yeah. he gets shot in the back by somebody clearly standing there. Yeah. Like, what kind of bullshit was that? Yeah. She she got him shot, I think. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's Which, what that was. I was, and like, also I was that, so irritated that by that. kid just coming out of nowhere. After all that time, he shows up. They had been building his character up. Just I don't to show understand up why that was so pointless to have the kid be the killing shot. That well, was it, something it else could have been questions. if he had been in that whole gunfight. It's so like let's stupid. say he had been a part of that gunfight, Even and then. maybe he got. Well, let's say like maybe he was part of that whole gunfight, and then maybe he got what we thought was taken out, and then he comes back just in time to basically kill Chris. I just don't know around. why. Like I, I can't see a single scenario where I'm like, yes, oh man, that guy was a dick. I never cared. No, the kid was about that great. kid, and I didn't kid. understand why they were pushing it. Yeah, so much. It was so that they could set him up to kill. I just don't understand why. Like anybody could have yeah. done that. Yeah, some random yeah. no name could have done it. Sure. I, I literally didn't meant, understand that. Yeah, they just literally wanted, meant nothing more that the kid killed. Him. The, in yeah, their minds, they thought that it was going to have more depth. Which, and I'll say this too. I wonder. So I found out when I was looking at the actual writers for this. So Joe Russo wrote so it, and actually, I was looking. It, uh, apparently, well, this is but... actually based on a graphic novel called "See You Died." And yeah, I saw that in the yeah the so, credits. So maybe hmm. some of that, like that point of that Which kid, is, is probably from the graphic novel. Uh, Interesting, because that's. Spanish, yeah, I know and it is. This is filmed in India, which, which makes... actually I appreciate that it was filmed in India because it's like I a new too. sitting. Like, yeah, it's not you're not in the Middle East, no. not in like Central America or something. Like these are sure. stereotypical places that movies go that are quote unquote bad areas. But yeah, I, I appreciate that they filmed and, this in and, India. And there was some really gorgeous shots of like exterior shots of India and just mm-hmm. like when they were going through the streets and some of like when they were filming the bridge like you could tell like that was a real place like yeah. the bridge was a real place yeah and you know these buildings around it were real things it just didn't feel foamy it didn't feel fake right and it added to that visceral nature of this movie yeah. I think well that's another thing I'm glad you brought it up about how it's being filmed in India it brings up this whole different dichotomy of everything yeah so like these two rival gangsters drug lords from different communities Mm -hmm. going toe to toe we've seen it so many times like in the u.s and yeah and other places but not in somewhere like this sure where they have total control where they can lock down a city yeah and then on top of that like the roads were just packed with people it didn't matter to them they're like yeah "Yeah, we're going back about our business whatever yeah i thought that was a little bit of interesting commentary there where the drug lords basically just like you know He's running with the police people and whatever. That the he, mili- he's got, literally the, the military. military. Yeah. He had the military on their side, mm-hmm. on his side. And he, they were basically like, we can't shut down a whole city. And he's like, find a way. You find a way. You yeah. will do it. Like, you know, it was a little bit of commentary there, but I thought it was interesting. But yeah, I, so as far as that, <laughs> did you guys catch the last like millisecond of this movie? Yep. yep. And I hate it. <laughs> and I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it, it was coming It, it was written I on the wall. Too. Yeah. From. Yeah. I didn't know when he jumped into the water in the first scene when we first see him. Sure. I was like, this is weird, and this is going to come back. And then yeah. it did when the so kid was dumb. like, oh, whatever that quote was about jumping in the water. And I was like, yeah. mm-hmm. he's going to end up in a river. 
And you already knew he ends up on a bridge. So, like, is the thought process that he's able to hold his breath for a very long time, and therefore when he has a hole in his throat, he can hold his breath for a very long time? I think so. You get shot in the throat. You die. You die. (laughs) Well, did he get shot in the throat? Oh, yeah. I didn't get that he got shot in the throat. The kid shot him. It went directly through his throat. Oh, I didn't. I missed that, I guess. I thought he got shot, just shot in the back. Not even to mention the shot, yeah, before that. He got got sniped in the back. He got sniped in the the side, I guess. He went through his lungs. Enough sure. that he was bleeding from the mouth, which exactly. is lung related. That alone is going to kill you without medical attention. Yeah. Much less then getting shot through the neck, mm-hmm. falling 30 meters. Mm-hmm. I'll use meters because we're running. Who uses meters? <laughs> Into Everywhere but us. <laughs> fucking Idiots. dirty ass water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't you know. know that water was very septic. Oof. Like. Yeah. Because India's got some There's some sanitation various. issues, anyways. I don't care what special forces team you're a part of. No, he, he would have been dead, die. and that's when like I wish they hadn't done it. I, I didn't know. mind where the kid jumped in. Yeah. However, that didn't really tie. I don't know how the kid was like. Oh, I'm gonna associate this with Rake because well, ex- that's his name. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So that was, was oh, and he kills him with a rake. Uh, uh, I didn't even first catch that. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So, well, I didn't even, when I was watching the scene with the kid sitting on the bottom of the water, I'm like, there was no way that this kid would know that he sat on the bottom of the water. I wish he had told him about it. I wish he had been like, I find this way to be calming. And I like meditate. I feel like they're trying to use that as like a core, like a connection between between the two. I think they would Because like, obviously the kid is complaining about his dad and there's a missing father figure there. And then there's a father who has a missing son figure. So it was like a puzzle piece situation yeah yeah it so was just, i think they were just trying to like it was a very forced like, it was forced. it was just something missing there like yeah. we're, we're drawing these conclusions but there's some string here that's not tying them together Connecting. yeah like that's the thing it's like this movie is great and fun like the action's great yeah but when you start looking into the layers of it right. yeah i feel like it's lacking there it there's things here that should have been fleshed out a little more yeah Maybe a little less action, a little more story. Yeah, it probably could have done with that. I mean, it was already two hours, so it's yeah. like, I don't know. Well, they could have got could... rid of the David Hopper character and oh, David Harper. taken those 10 minutes and Hopper. done something different. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever yeah, his name is. They, I actually liked all that, but it could have been done a little better, but I liked it. But I, there are some things they probably could have cut in there, here and there. But, you know, whatever. I guess you win some, you lose some. But like, honestly, yeah. my biggest complaints were the very beginning and the very end of the movie. Like, the fact that they showed him on the bridge dying in the very beginning. That yeah. was the first scene. It's like, there's no point. Like you, that, that added I do hate nothing. when movies do that. That added nothing yeah. to the story. Me knowing yeah. that him on a bridge yeah. dying. Exactly. Like, that just you know that he's basically to the point of like, death. Why would you add that? Yeah, that the only and thing. Him showing... Didn't we just complain about this in another movie? Probably. We did. I complain about a lot of since, things, apparently. Since, <laughs> since, since we've had this, since we've been doing the podcast, that happened, and you guys, it actually didn't bother me, but it bothered you guys, and they showed us something. It did. I can't remember yeah, what movie I we're talking about. Either. Don't show me anything from the end. Like, it, it adds nothing to the story. Yeah. So, I will counter that with this one thing. I agreed no, with you on me. that. However, halfway through the movie, when they were like, leave the kid, leave the kid, leave the kid, I was like, oh man, I remember when he was on that bridge without the kid. Does yeah. he leave the kid? Yeah. Was just It just crossed my mind for like 30 seconds, and then I was like, he's not leaving this kid. Everybody's telling him to leave this kid, and he's like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my thing was just like, I, I thought that he was going to, uh, basically, I thought that he was going to 
die from seeing that first scene and then i was like oh well basically now he's gonna do exactly what he did like i almost right it made me predict even more of what was gonna exactly. happen like I, yeah it like, there's no point in showing the future in that kind of a context yeah like if it's that significant of a situation to where like it's you show somebody almost dying yeah like you can show the future because obviously like guy Ritchie does that a lot where yeah. he like jumps between things but it's not like story significant to where you're like knowing exactly what's yeah, going on it's funny well, his are always ridiculous well though. actually he did it exactly the, that's you haven't I'm seen saying. the gentleman yet no, he I does it in the gentleman the but it's just like you can do it in a way to where it works properly with the film but yeah. whenever it's like you're literally seeing somebody on a bridge yeah. dying like that's the you know. first scene you see in the movie. Like, yep. that's and then in the my second that they the get to the bridge, you're, you're like, oh, this oh, is where well, he he's dies. He's going to get shot. Like, oh, wait, when is he going to get shot? Yeah. When is he going to get shot? Oh, and he's like bleeding you know. out profusely right. when they show that in the beginning, they show that he's bleeding profusely from like yeah. everywhere. And you're like, oh, wow, he gets fucked up. Yeah. And that really doesn't happen until like five minutes before yeah. that that yeah. scene. Well, and so one thing we didn't say, so we were alluding to it, but if you didn't pick up on it, you might not have, because I actually had to rewind for a second, but the whole thing is that you find out in the end that Chris Hemsworth is alive. Well, they don't <laughs> yeah. show him. Well, they allude to it. They show, they show a fuzzy yeah. white guy in the background of a private Indian school yeah. around the pool. Yeah. He's a pedophile. What? <laughs> <laughs> just the description that yeah, Matt that said did sound like, I was really like, creepy. Uh, I'm There's just a you silhouette of a white dude at a pool at a middle school. I'm just telling you exactly Obviously, what happened. That is, what it's you Jeffrey said. Epstein. Yeah, it was, He's alive. He didn't in kill India himself at a pool. That might be true. <laughs> but yeah, so we're assuming that yeah that Hemsworth is alive, and actually and that was the other my other huge complaint. Those were the yeah, two ones. The two, yeah, and showing the future at the yep, beginning. I could agree. And him escaping quote, unquote, death, being That's, alive, escaping a ridiculous death. Yeah. Like he should have definitely died. Yeah, because how is he going to escape from that period? Dude. So he's half dead or three quarters dead. Yeah, if not dead, throws himself in disgusting water, yeah. and then just gets washed down the river. Yeah, with have, nobody knowing he's alive. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, so that's my beef. Yeah, then, glad we all have the same I, beef. Have, yeah, yeah same. definitely have the same beef. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it kind of is what it is. It didn't ruin the movie, but it didn't make it better. Now, I'll say also that now they have basically announced that they're working on a sequel. So they're trying to born born this series yeah. up. What I if guess. the next time he doesn't remember anything? Oh my god! Yeah. Now I'm interested to see. <laughs> watch, we'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it now. I think that Sam Hargrave gets a lot of attention mm -hmm. from this movie. He gets pulled to do another movie of a much larger caliber. He stays attached to this second film for almost the entirety, all the way up until they make it. And then it gets a new director and someone else directs it that's not him. That oh is God. oddly specific. It is. It's because it happens, it happens over and all over again and it never works. Yeah. I, I'm willing to bet that he does not direct the sequel and he gets put on some really big project, possibly for Marvel. I hope it doesn't happen. I mean, I, I love Marvel movies, but stop poaching, poaching freaking directors. directors. Well, and, and directors stop signing on to do things like sequels for this before really realizing what you could do next or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you don't get me really wrong. You're all the directors at this point. Oh, yeah. no, I do. And I wish okay. the directors wouldn't Just jump ship. To, yeah. But I mean, sometimes if you shake enough money at it, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I can see that happening in this situation because he, he showed himself to be very competent. Competent 
in this film. And what so, if they made a Marvel movie just like this? <laughs> just nonstop balls to the wall action. I mean, it could be. I'd like, be down for it. I mean, give it to me. Whatever. I mean, not that funny. The problem well, with Marvel movies, they're too funny nowadays. I mean, a lot of them are. Uh, well, and so, which I don't really mind, but... I uh, love funny. Uh, yeah, I do too. I'll say this. I was actually watching this and thinking I really want to see this dude do another type of action movie, like a sci-fi or something else with a that's not just like realistic military war guy. Like Yeah. I just those type of movies usually don't do a ton for me. A realistic sci-fi war guy. Yes. Then you're talking. Then you've got me. What show me some spacey stuff. What's or some, the not Kevin Spacey, yuck. What's but. the Tom Cruise? <laughs> show show not show? show movies he did two of them mission mission no no no, 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 no. Mission no there's like eight okay, mission two movies i'm talking about there's two movies top gun no it's like a tom clancy series oh, oh jack, jack, reacher. jack reacher jack, jack reacher those were actually good and they like were. they can actually them. be a correlation to this one like they have a similar yeah. vibe yeah i didn't because see it's those. like a singular dude doing badass shit yeah. but yeah they were actually i enjoyed them yeah they're actually like page by page same as the books oh really yeah i've read all the books oh wow or are they actually lee tom, child. tom clancy because that's just no lee guess. child oh okay. yeah yeah right. it's not tom clancy but it has a tom clancy feel. yeah yeah so. well it's about a um ex-military lifer that has gone out of the military and is just a vagabond that yes. goes around doing justice yeah. so things. why don't we i want to see these tomato scores yeah let's do it yeah. let's go ahead i want to so this is the part where we get into our tomato score reveals and reactions so what I'm going to do is pull this up and David is actually going to have to search it for us. So David, can you type in <laughs> extraction? We don't have a janky system here, people. Yes, go ahead and type e it in, man. E-X-T. Extraction and then do a space and then do Rotten Tomatoes or just Rotten. There we go. I got it. All right. So I'm pulling it up here. I'm going to close my eyes just so uh -huh. I can I'm have staring. He's looking right staring at it. Staring right at it. Staring at it. Okay. Ready? He's staring. Well, I'll see it when that if it ever loads. That does not look like the correct website. Oh, just oh there we go. We got it up. <gasps> oh, fucking nailed it. <laughs> I think Chris did. I On think the he point. nailed. He's really close. Uh, no, literally, I said 68. I, well, I'm going to... Oh, wait. Nope. Never mind. I'm not as quite as... Well, let's just you, read yeah, the screen. So, yes. So, sorry. Did it, Blaine lose this week? Hold on. Yes. Time out. We're all... <laughs> oh, oh, my God. And there, the, all, everyone's ears explode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Perfect. So, we have a 68% from critics out of 170 critics. Yeah, and then solid. we have a 70% by 2,602 audience. Whew, that's so that's a good bit. That's a, that's a very solid audience score. And that's a lot of... Huge difference between how many critics watched and how many... Yeah. Well, it, this isn't something I think a lot of critics would watch. Well, I mean, that's still a decent number. I guess We've normally there's like numbers. close to 400. Under well, 400 for critics. It's generally yeah. like 360. It's like, yeah, 360, 380. That's the high mark. So it's and, half. And yeah, so it's about half of what it normally... Well, the high review numbers. So a 68. So I guessed a 71. So... I was only three away. Um, Chris, what did I guess Chris guessed a 68. Oh, so he and what nice. number did the critics? Very nice. What were the critics? <laughs> the, the critics were 68. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you got that yeah right. Chris was right. Yeah. And then Matt guessed 55. He was <sighs> extraordinarily wrong. I was. So I guessed an 89. Matt guessed an 85. And Chris guessed a 75. So Chris, so Chris wins. Holy shit. Chris blew this okay. one out of the wall. World is ending? Yes. If uh, I actually won. Yeah, this is the on first. On one of these. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... 
few things we can learn from this. Yeah. Can we learn <laughs> from like this? It's like stereotypical mo- military movies. Yeah. I can be spot on with. <laughs> or the world is ending. Yeah, maybe. Either way. Maybe both. 50-50. Yeah. I mean, so these results, I don't necessarily... It's actually not a big gap. That's super close between critics. And Surprisingly. That. Yeah, which is usually not the case. Honestly, I was really expecting the audience score to be a lot higher. I really thought that... Because, I mean, this thing has been in the top... I wonder if people just kind of focused on like the negatives we were talking about. Maybe because I mean, and maybe they finished it and it just it ended bad for them, so they were like, "I don't like it." Yeah, but it's like, also just not like a revolutionary movie. No, like, it's not. If you've seen a military movie with action, you've probably seen this movie. Except like, for the action was very. It was great. Like yeah, yeah, very good and very specialized and very different. Sure. Yeah. So there was that, but I honestly really, yeah, I thought that a lot of people, would, a lot more people would like this. And so what I was going to say was I saw an article today, or, well, I already said it, that they're working on a second one. So it's like, you would think from that even. That's surprising. Yeah. That it would have more, you know, a, a better, which that's not terrible. 80, 68% of people that are critics liking it and 70% of regular audience. That's not terrible. But you also got to think this is Netflix. Yeah. So Netflix is just making bank. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, so this... they can afford to be like, oh, we're going to make another, like, action military movie because we don't sure. have that many of those. And it's so... Chris Hemsworth, who's a megastar. Right. Which, and I mean, this has been, it's been out for two weeks or so now, and it's been in the top ten most viewed and quite often, like, one, two, three uh, position for, you know, the entire, you know, since it came out. Right. It's not, And so, I mean, people are watching it, clearly. So, you know, but it says, so what it says, the, the critics' consensus is spectacular stunt work and electric performance from Chris Hemsworth can't save extraction from being dragged down by its aimless violence. I mean, the aimless violence. Know, he's got pretty good aim. Yeah, he's <laughs> very good. Aim. He doesn't miss that often. No. No. Yeah, the violence didn't really bother me at all. But um, I mean, it's definitely R. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, I mean, it's definitely a, it's an R action. Movie. It's not. Yeah, like, grotesque. No, I mean, think about all. the some of the action movies in like the eighties where like people's heads were regularly like exploding. <laughs> and, right. Uh, the 80s. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the good old days. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that that's a little ridiculous. But, I mean, you know, I'm surprised it doesn't say something there about the story not being great. Like, I could get behind that, but, like... Yeah, it's definitely not aimless. Like, there no. was a story behind yeah. it, the reason why he was doing it. Right, there's a whole so. mission. Holy he's, crap. He's paid to go do it. Well, so, um, normally we look at some of the reviews from Top Critics, and I actually, on the whole first page of Top Critics, or, I guess, Critics in general, on the first page, there's not a single splat here. They're all solid tomatoes. So James Barardinelli, that's <laughs> wow, way to pick name. a hard one. Barardinelli, uh, from Real Reviews or Real Views says extraction is bold not only for the way it tells the story, but the medium in which it has chosen to tell it. What? So, what, hmm. the medium being Netflix, video? Movie. <laughs> okay. I guess yeah. an action cool. movie. Yeah, the medium in which it's cho- I'm not sure what he meant by that. Uh, right, here's James. another so Adam Graham from Detroit News he's a top critic says for pure overpowering thrills extraction delivers I can get on board with that yeah so I mean yeah. uh, let's see I want to see a oh I clicked on the wrong thing I want to see what the I want to see a splat. splat yeah I want to see a splat from a critic because it's it's got to be about story I would think like or the grotesque nature yeah, aimless of the violence. action 
Yeah, so let's see. I just scrolled past, past, past one. Right there. He, yeah, he seemed like a nobody. I just wanted to keep going. He literally has a picture I'm on his kidding. profile. I'm He's kidding. gotta he is, be he a serious dude. Um, okay, much of this feels like a film trying hard to be serious and cinematic, despite ending up as merely one of the better produced Netflix films to come along. Five out of ten for what? Aaron Newworth. Why do they... I mean yeah. that that's not mutually. He, does he just hate Netflix yeah. movies? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He's that. just hating on Netflix at that point. It kind of felt like that. Um, yeah. So, film companion. This guy ruled decide. Oh, jeez. Uh, Look ex- at Chopra. Yeah. Well, so let's see. Okay. Extraction. Cool. Sorry. Extraction offers irrefutable evidence of the fact that there's no point being dumb if you refuse to be smart. I don't. What does that mean? I think I feel like I'm I'm dumb dumb just by reading that. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I feel like he's just trying to say a lot while saying absolutely nothing. (laughs) So, Anupama Chopra. That was what Chris wanted me to read. Director Sam Hargrave and writer Joe Russo don't seem very interested in the personal histories of these people. The characters are paper thin. Hmm. So there you go. That seems like the most accurate of criticisms for the movie. Sure. Yeah, so that makes sense, but still it just I mean honestly we're just seeing a ton of really like solid tomatoes here out of 9 pages worth. So Well, that's the problem with this. Yes, okay, the so that, that speaks broken. to the problem like of why this is broken. Yes. Because it's a pass or fail. So if you give it an 8 yeah. out of 10, it's a fail. Yeah. That is the issue that we're looking at right now and why we do this. Yeah, exactly. Because based on these scores, what we're seeing, this should not be 68%. Probably not. Which, I mean, there's probably more splats on the further pages. But, yeah. but I mean, either way, it just, it, as we always talk about, I mean, the system's kind of broken. But it's one of those things where it's like thumbs up or thumbs down, where it's like if your thumb's in the middle. Yeah, you know, like a 5 maybe, out of 10. Yeah, that's yeah, that first you mean, person. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Like, I mean, that could kind of go either way. So it's like, why does a 5 out of 10 constitute a splat? versus right. a solid like that doesn't make any sense no like they should have a half tomato then you know or something i don't know so it, that still just doesn't make sense but either way i am surprised that this does not have a higher from audiences honestly just because it was fun but anyways so yeah with that being said we've kind of looked into that pretty good you guys want to move on into um our send-off songs yeah so we do, if you're not familiar with us, what we do is we do send-off songs every week. Each of us gives a song, and what you can do is you can go on our Spotify playlist. It's awesome. You can check that out. So go on and just look up uh, Critically Aroused Send-Off Songs on Spotify, or the link will also be in the show notes. And there will be lots of links in there for the news articles and everything else. I put all that stuff in there, so it's pretty easy to, to, uh, to access. But So I'll go ahead and go first. Um, the song that I'm going to do is by a band called Dizzy, and the song is called Bleachers. They're really good. I actually just found them like last week, and I've been listening to this song a bunch, and actually their albums and stuff. It's it's really good. So yeah, that's the band Dizzy, and the song is Bleachers. Okay. Um, so what you got, man? Mine's something I've been listening to for a while, but yeah. I think people need to hear it. Yeah. Uh, the song is called White Flags, or uh-huh. White Flag, and the band is Joseph. Joseph? Joseph. Like J-O-S-E-P-H? Yep. Huh, interesting. It's a bunch of ladies. Oh, I've listened to them. Yeah. They're like a, it's like a folk rock yes. kind of vibe. Yes, that and took me a It's minute. kind of like a... I don't know. I don't, don't know how to describe it. It's more rocky, but yeah. it's very folksy. I keep yeah. saying the same words over and over you again. You do. If you so say it's folksy more, and yes. roxy, very yeah. roxy, but folksy yeah. too. Man. Did you say there's a little bit of folk? 
<laughs> a little folk. And yeah. a little bit of rock. Oh, a lot yeah. of rock. <laughs> but a little, little bit of folk. Yeah. A little rock. You yeah. know. I gotcha. So, yeah. Chris, what do you got? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have Hone is the band. Hone? H-O-N-N-E. Okay. And the song is Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay, awesome. All right, well, we will add those to the playlist. They'll be there waiting for you once you uh, once you get on. I'll, once we have the episode loaded up, I do this too. So you can listen to the new songs too. So actually, normally what we would do, and we've kind of done this the past few weeks, is talk about uh, what's up next week. And honestly, we have no idea. We oh, yeah, we do. We do. Bloodshot. Bloodshot, is that what we want to do? Yeah, why not? Well, it was on the list of the three that we were talking about. We were about. talking about so, Right, and okay. I think it dropped on digital today. Okay, so I'll say this. We'll probably do Bloodshot. We need to look and see if anything's coming out this weekend. Okay. First. Yeah, if there's anything like new, new. On new, new, like on Netflix. Because a lot of these... Not old, new, but new, No, new. like a lot of these subscription services have been dropping movies. I think partially because of what's going on, like this extraction movie. Yeah. So I do want to check that first because sure. I haven't looked. Sure. Can I just say that by Blaine saying that, I that do not means know. we're not going to review <laughs> it next week. No, no, no. If Blaine I, I don't know why he wouldn't be. Anyway, Vin Diesel is a superhero? Yeah. No, I actually want to see Bloodshot. I really want to see Bloodshot. But so we're I'm not going to review it next no, week. No, no, no. We might. Well, I, I, I don't know if anything dollar. is coming out because I paid attention to like the, uh, yeah, what's coming out based on like lists. Sure. And I haven't seen anything that's like popped out of me, but okay. of course they're just names. I haven't done like any research on any of them. Yeah, well, I'll I'll take a look and we'll know. Right. So we might do Bloodshot next week. So think be thinking on that. And if you want us to do it, then tell me and let us it'll, know. It'll steer me towards one dollar. We don't do it. One dollar. <laughs> one dollar. You might lose a dollar. It's fine. So I'm really it's itching it. for another dollar. So I might do it just to get that <laughs> just dollar. because of that. <laughs> I think we have to rent it. But that's yeah, fine. Well, yeah. I think you do have to rent it if you're going to see Bloodshot starring Vin Diesel. So, uh, with that being said, normally now what we do is say thanks. So, we're going to give a big shout out to Dominic uh, from Ketsa Music. That's K-E-T-S-A. And his website is ketsamusic.com. You can get a lot of free music from him on there as well. That's our intro and exit song. And then, uh, also, thanks to Aubrey Andrews for doing our logos. And we have a link to her info uh, in the show notes as well, as usual. And thanks for David showing up and, and doing all the doing all the fun stuff and making this sound better. And he's going to have to get rid of Chris's ridiculous peak earlier. So uh, <laughs> it was an alarm. The, the alarm, the siren. So if you, uh, as far as social media goes, if you want to find us on Instagram, we're at Critically Aroused. Twitter is Aroused Media. And the website is criticallyaroused.fireside.fm. And we do have a Facebook, which is Critically Aroused as well. But who cares? Because uh, Facebook's stupid. <laughs> And so there's that. Fair point. But, uh, but yeah, so that's how you can find us. Uh, outside of that, guys, this has been a blast. It's been a lot of fun having the crew back together and having people on video. So you'll be able to check us out and our sexy mugs on the YouTubes, maybe, if we ever put it on there. So, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> y'all, later. Deuces. Later. Have fun.